If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now, I had to leave you hanging there. Who's the most vicious person on the planet? Kind of person, right? Is it ISIS? Is it the, the North Korean communists? No. I mean, all those people are really, really bad. The most vicious, heartless, evil person who walks the planet is the liberal white woman. She is. She has caused and will cause more death and destruction than ISIS could ever dream of. This idiot actress, Patty Lapone or Luponi, I don't know how to say her stupid name, went on The View today, and she had this to say, and I just want to remind you, the federal government is coming for your church. They are. The FBI is already in your church They're already building an informant network in your church. What are they doing that for? Because they're going to use your church's biblical stance on gay marriage and things to justify the federal government finally locking up the last bastion of major major, uh, opposition to who they are and what they want. That's why. They're going to use the power of the federal government to declare your church a national security threat and they're going to break it up and they're going to use all the LGBTQ Air Force stuff to do that. And the liberal white woman is going to cheer it on 
and she's going to bring those days about. And all the misery and death and destruction that comes will be her fault, and the whole time she will think she is the good guy. There is no more vicious, evil person who walks the planet than the evil, than the liberal white woman. This before, and I'm going to get in trouble. But I have said this before, and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who has said that. I don't. I, I, I just don't know what the difference is. Yeah. What's happening in this country right now in the name of religion is so dangerous. So how is that going to manifest itself? Where are we going to go from here? There's a liberal white woman they found public enemy number one. It's you and your beliefs. Well, here's Tim, Tim Kaine, United States Senator. Keep in mind, he was a breath away, a breath away from being vice president. If the FBI has a concern like that, then go to the church, you know, church leaders and say, hey, look, we have a concern, and we don't want your members unwittingly to get caught up in something. We've done the same thing for years working in tandem with mosques because there have been um, groups that have tried to target or radicalize, especially young people. That's a United States senator encouraging the FBI to infiltrate your church. Ah, oh, Jesse, these liberal white women, they, they won't hurt anybody. They're just buying essential oils. Well, here's liberal white woman Jane Fonda about five minutes before some tranny nutball walked into a children's, a Christian school and murdered six people. We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. I think the women will rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, and, and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's very, the truth. Very, very, very soon. It, it is the truth. But I'm I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> murder. She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's she wasn't kidding. She was dead serious and everyone knew it. That's why they tried to run cover for her. And then a tranny nutball went and murdered a bunch of eight-year-old kids. The liberal white woman. The most vicious, vile, evil person who walks the planet. They're going to use America's national security apparatus, CIA, FBI, NSA, DOJ. They're going to use these organizations to infiltrate and blow up your church. They are. They are out there talking about it every day. One of the greatest threats to our nation's homeland security is the rise of far-right and racially motivated violent extremism. College students suspended for quoting what? Bible's anti-gay passages. That's a headline from hotair.com. We have a new religion. And remember, the different fingers of American communism. Communism is a fist. And we have different fingers of it here. They're all just communists. They're all there to serve communists, but the different fingers are designed to do different things. The Black Lives Matter, civil rights hucksters, their job is to blow up our history. It's important for communists to blow up any mooring you have with your founding. America's evil, America's racist. So the BLM race hucksters, they're perfect for that. The climate change nutters. Their job's to blow up the economy. You won't be prosperous anymore. They will destroy every ounce of prosperous America. The LGBTQ demon mob. 
They're there to blow up the church and the American family. That's what they're there for. That's the main opposition bloc. Remember something, the communists, they did this uh, everywhere communism's ever taken hold, from the Soviet Union to Cambodia to China. They did this all the time. Because you don't look as peop- at people as people, as individual souls, because you're an anti-human monster and you're only hell-bent on destruction, you just group everyone up. Think about, think about this. Put people out of your mind, all right? Put people out of your mind. Let's say I have uh, 10 blocks in front of me and they represent different groups of people. Well, if I'm a communist, I'm interested in only gathering the blocks that will help me achieve my goals. So I'm going to grab this block and I'm going to bring them in. Hey, let's bring in the LGBTQ people. They're always mad about something. Uh, the feminists, yep, they can come in to go get a uh, crew cut. Come on in. Uh, the BLM people, they're always complaining about something. Yeah, 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 we'll give you reparations or something. Yeah, come on in. So they're gathering the blocks to themselves they can gather in. But there are blocks that won't aid them, blocks that won't come in. They're, they can't get all the blocks. So once they've gathered their blocks in, their goal is then to eliminate the other blocks who can impede their effort. If America has some sort of a spiritual awakening and people start starting families and raising families and raising children with values, then communism will never take hold. It cannot possibly take hold of a nation with a super strong family unit. That's why they try to blow up the family unit all the time. They can't quite get rid of the stupid American church that's in the way. So what are you going to do? Well, it's not difficult. America is simply going to determine the church with Catholic, Christian, whatever, whatever your church happens to be, or Orthodox synagogues is coming for you too. Uh, mosques is definitely coming for you too. Don't think that uh, leftist friendliness to you Muslims, don't think that's going to get you out of this scot-free. Whatever your religious organization is, if it promotes family, and it does not promote LGBTQ activism. You are a block that must be eliminated in the eyes of the communists. And they will use your religious beliefs as an excuse to do it. You see, open up the Bible. Old Testament too, Chris. Look, I'm not preaching at you. It's not my job. I'm not qualified to do so. But the words are pretty clear there. So what they're going to do is they're going to take those words and say, "Hey, this isn't a this isn't a church. This isn't an orthodox synagogue. The law says so right here. This is a hate group. You're not allowed to organize as a hate group on Sunday or Saturday, Chris. You're not allowed to organize any day and and discuss these things that are written down in your religious documents." No, I'm sorry. Look, and, and they'll always couch it with, "No, hey, look, I believe in religious freedom." But not when it comes to hate. That's how they'll say it. Not when it, no hate will be allowed. And so, sorry, we here at the FBI, we are shutting down your hate group you like to call church. Keep that in mind, pastors, the next time somebody suggests registering voters at your church and you do the whole, we're not, we don't do that here. I don't do politics. Sorry. I've got my 90th sermon on turning the other cheek ready. We don't do politics here. The wolves are coming for you. And they're coming for your flock. But hey, hey, turn the other cheek, man. What do they think of you? This before and I'm going to get in trouble. But I have said this before and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. 
I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person. So if you were a person and you had all the power of the CIA, FBI, DOJ in your hands, and you had the Taliban, what would you do to them with the powers you have? You had all that CIA power, all that NSA power, all that FBI power, and you had the opportunity to use that power to go after the Taliban. What would you do? You know exactly what you would do. That's what they intend to do. All right. All right, we're moving on because we have other things. We have to mock Mitch McConnell most definitely, especially for the stuff we were just about to talk about. Then Corinne Diversity Hire had a rough day, get to some emails and uh, some ugly news about the transgender surgery numbers in the country just came out, courtesy of Reuters. But before we get to that, let's get to your self-preservation, your self-protection. Do you carry something on you always that will allow you to stop a bad person? And I need to clarify this. Your hero gun or your hero arrow, hero arrow shoots the pepper gel, hero gun shoots the pepper balls, but whatever whatever one it is, when you go get the mail, you need to keep that in your pocket. When you work out, ladies, I'm talking to you mainly because I see you wearing the little tight shorty shorts and stuff like that. I understand that there are storage limitations on what you wear to work out the hero arrow will fit right in a little pocket in those spandex or somewhere carry it on you forever i'm just going jogging by my house you got predators by your house too hero 2020.com code jesse gets you a special discount you don't need a concealed carry permit hero 2020.com code jesse state restrictions may apply Jesse Kelly. Back soon. But you have, we have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E I G H percent. Eight percent. E I G H H. It's the Jesse Kelly show. Let's get to a couple emails, but first, before we do that, just remember. As the DOJ, FBI, NSA, as the federal government declares war on you, your values, your church, as they turn you into an enemy of the state, that's the ultimate goal, turn you into an enemy of the state so then they can use the powers of the state against you. This is the GOP representation we have in Washington. The former president, when he was arraigned, said Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and FBI. Is that something Republicans in Congress should be doing or something you would support? I think I can pretty safely say that... Uh, not met any Republicans in Congress who want to spend less on law enforcement. Uh, we have a crime wave all across America. We have open borders. Uh, the last thing we want to do is spend less. We ought to be looking for ways to spend more on law enforcement. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What do they think about you? Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? Well, Peter Ducey asked Corinne Diversity Hire, why Biden invited the three Tennessee lawmakers, the three nutballs who've been protesting there, why Biden invited them to the White House, but none of the shooting victims' families. Their children, they sent them off to school one day, a tranny nutball walked in the school and murdered them. And, well, I think the answer is pretty obvious, but he asked So them. Monday, you're going to have three of the lawmakers who protested after... Peace, peacefully protested. Who peacefully protested after the Nashville Covenant School shooting. 
Have any of the victims or the victims' families been invited to the White House? I don't have anything to, to read out to you about any invite. Why? I just don't have anything at this time to read out to you at any invite. What I can say to you right now is that the president is focused on getting things done. He's focused on making sure that we are protecting our communities, that we're protecting our schools. And that's why he's bringing these legislators here to have that conversation and to see what else can be done and to highlight that. That's what the president is using the bully pulpit for. That's why he continues to put pressure on Congress to get things done, make sure that they're showing some courage, Republicans in Congress, uh, to make sure that we're banning assault weapons. And so we cannot have weapons of war in our streets. We cannot have weapons of war in our schools. And so that's why he's bringing them there. He's bringing them there because they represent his allies. The LGBTQ demon mob, even the murderers, they are President Biden's allies. The Christian school itself, not just the ones who got murdered, the ones who are still alive, they represent the enemies of the communists. The families aren't getting invited because the families are considered enemies. Why do you think Joe Biden never visited East Palestine, Ohio? Now, it's hard to think about these people like anti-humans, but until you understand that's what they are, you'll never know. You'll never totally get these people at all. As soon as there was a train derailment in East Palestine, they had a meeting, because it's a big deal, train derailment, people getting poisoned, water, air getting poisoned. They gathered for a quick meeting, and you know what they did? They looked at an election map. Oh, no, there's a uh, wreck in East Palestine? Uh, what color are they? Oh, they're white? Okay. I'm guessing they, did they vote Republican? Oh, man, that's a, that's big Trump country. Oh, yeah, screw them. You don't want to think. Yeah, I don't want to think. We don't like to think that we're being led by monsters, but we are being led by monsters. We really are. These people are called anti humans for a reason. All right. Remember, Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Shogun. He talks about how he's a blue state refugee, fled the communist stronghold of California a year and a half ago, got his family of six out. I love that. Anyway, he says, anyways, if all the communists want to do is fight for trans rights, why does it seem like all they care about is fighting for mediocre males and the Dillons competing against women and not pretend males competing against males? It just seems like the communists are cool with men beating women when it's actually a man pretending to be a woman, but not the other way around. Well, this is how we get, we get ourselves lost. In, and I do this too. We get ourselves lost in the mud. We get ourselves lost in the details. We'll have people say, I thought these were, why don't, why don't the feminists speak up? The men are getting into uh, women's sports and they're beating up the women. Why don't the feminists speak up? Well, feminism was never about women. Feminism is about communism. Black Lives Matter is about communism. LGBTQ demon—it's about—it's all about the same goal. Why do you think they work together all the time? Why don't why don't they? Why doesn't anyone speak up? Why, why, why is it all they talk about? They love the trans stuff now more than they love anything else. By the way, this will pass. There'll be a new thing, but they love it more than they love anything else because they know they know if they can get you to verbally acknowledge what you know to not be true, or in the very least, shut up, right? Shut up is the bare minimum they require, but if they can get you to look at that dude 
who cuts his penis off and still has a beard as he's out there dominating women's soccer. If they can get you to look at that guy and say, that's a woman, they can get you to say anything. You know what a struggle session is, right? We've had this talk before on the show, but do you know what a struggle session was? What the, what it was, where it took place, what the real purpose of it was, a struggle session? Let's do a little history. Want to do a little history? Do a little struggle session here, Shereen, in just a second, because it'll help us all, myself included. It'll help us understand all this trans stuff. It's history time, baby. I don't care. I'm driving the show off the rails. Now, before we talk about struggle session, let's talk about you struggling with pulling the trigger on rough greens. You see, your dog's food sucks. I'm not saying you buy your dog bad food. I'm not saying that. It all sucks. I'm sure you buy your dog good food or as good as we all can afford at this point in time. But there's nothing alive in it. You know they have to spray lard on dog food when it's done being processed so your dog will even touch it. Otherwise, your dog wouldn't eat it. Dogs eat their own vomit. They wouldn't eat the dog food without spray on it. Rough Greens provides your dog real nutrition. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, digestive enzymes. Why do you think so many veterinarians flat out tell people, give Rough Greens to your dog? It's a nutritional supplement. Pour it on the food. Your dog will scarf it up. And you will see such a difference in your dog's health and the length and quality of your dog's life. Don't we all want that? Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse, all right? Roughgreens.com slash jesse. We'll be back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. It's time to do a little history before we get back to politics and whatnot because someone asked you why why the transgender stuff today. Why do they allow men into women's sports? Why, why is this stuff happening? Well, a struggle session. You see, Mao took over, the communists took over communist. well, the communists took over China post-World War II. After World War II, they well, they allowed the Japanese to beat up their enemy within the country, the nationalists. By the time the nationalists were done getting beat up, World War II ended, the communists beat up the nationalists and took over the country. All right? So now you have the communists in charge. Well, Mao and his communists with him decided to put in something called the Great Leap Forward. The Great Now, it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? As does everything. And not that, not that anybody today, not that anyone today would ever get up there and try to sell something absolutely horrific as, oh, I don't know, mass starvation. Not that they would ever put a smiling face on it, right? That would never happen today. Climate change, save the planet. But anyway, great leap forward. Sounds wonderful because China was very much an agrarian society, a bunch of farmers and things like that. And the communists wanted them to be an industrial giant. And how are you going to do that? we got a bunch of farmers. We want to be an industrial giant. How are you going to do that? Well, I know what we'll do. We'll just take control of everything. We'll force these people in the hinterlands, in the rural areas, onto these big farms. We'll make them make grain and stuff for us. And then we'll sell the grain for new industrial stuff. So we'll sell the grain and we'll build factories. That was the plan. Well, it was... What followed was the worst human rights disaster in the history of the world. People don't know much about it, but in the history of the world. How many died? 50 million? 60? 40? The low number you see is 30? 
horrific. Now, here's what's crazy. All these people are dying. All these Chinese people are dying in China. They're all starving to death. Old people, pregnant, kids, they're all starving to death. It's a disaster. But but the communists didn't take ownership of that. You see, with all these people dying, you can hide a lot, and they did hide a lot in the urban areas. You were for if you were a newspaper, you were forbid for printing from printing about it or anything like that. But you can't hide fifty million dead people. Eventually, word starts to spread. So, what did the communists do? Well, eventually, the communists they blamed the birds. That was the birds. It certainly wasn't our policies. It was the birds, and they had people go kill a bunch of birds. Only. You killed so many birds that now the insects went crazy and now now they're eating all your crops and now the famine's even... You see what I mean? But, but then again, the communists didn't come. Even after that, he didn't step up and say, oh, I guess it was my fault. That bird thing, bad idea, guys. Sorry. Can't cover that up. Now, we eventually get to a point after the Great Leap Forward gets done murdering a bunch of people where Mao wants more power. And he doesn't like it that some people within the Communist Party were kind of getting a little trippy with him about the 50 million people he'd killed. Who cares, right? He's an anti-human. Who cares? So Mao decides he's going to create the Red Guard. You've probably heard of it before, the Red Guard. What was the Red Guard? Students. All those dorky college students you like to make fun of today? Well, those are actually vicious, murderous monsters. It's an army waiting to be activated. Mao realized this, high school and college students. And he inspired them all, all these students. He inspired them by telling them, look, I never screwed anything up. The reason things aren't going as well as they should be going is these people. These are the people who are bad. Your teachers and these influencers and these people, they're the ones they're the ones responsible. It wasn't me. And so what they launched was the Cultural Revolution. And one of, if not the main feature of the Cultural Revolution, was the Struggle Session. Now, you're seeing this today, but the Struggle Session then, here's kind of a form it would take. It, it took many different forms, but one form it might take is you're a college professor. Let's say you said something you maybe shouldn't have said about all those people starving. And it didn't have to be overt. It didn't have to be, hey, that Mao's a scumbag. Maybe you just got up one day and said, oh, I saw some people starving. That alone could get you a death sentence. You come out of your class one day, and immediately your own students descend on you and start beating you to a bloody pulp. But you're not done. They pick you up and they take you to the center, the quad of college campus. And what do you see? You see 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 college students. By the way, these things got up to 100,000, so really big. You saw thousands of people gathered around a stage they have set up. And they would drag you onto this stage. And they would smash bottles. This is one of a million things they did. They would smash bottles and glass on the ground and strip your shoes off and make you walk across the broken glass over to the podium. And as you're sitting there suffering and bleeding, they would tie your hands behind your back, and they would hang signs sometimes around your neck. All the crimes you committed would be written on these signs. And part of this, so oftentimes your family would be involved, I should know. Don't think you were going to get out of this scot-free. Oh, they went and got your wife. 
They went and got your kids. They're waiting for you on the stage. And as you are abused and physically tortured on stage, they will make you say, you lied. Admit your crimes. You lied about Mao. Nobody starved. You're lying. Well, you know that people starved. You know this. And you'll deny it. Many did for a while. But you can't hold out forever. Eventually, you're in too much pain. You suffer too much. They would... They would tie your hands behind your back in ways that were called things like doing the airplane. They dislocate your joints. It was really, really horrible. A lot of people, they just flat out killed up there. Eventually, though, they would get you to admit in this struggle session in front of everybody that you lied, that you're a criminal. Now, what's the point of that struggle session? Is it for the person on the stage? No, no, no. That's just a person. If it was for the person on the stage and you really thought they were a problem... If you're the Chinese, you just walk in their house at night and shoot them in the back of the head, throw them in the back of a truck and drive them away and throw them in the ditch. You never have to worry about it again. That's not the point. The point is for the thousand, the two thousand, the hundred thousand in the crowd. You see, they need to watch a person who they know is innocent or think might be innocent. They need to watch that person admit to something they didn't do. And they need to have the thousands in the crowd terrified that they one day might be the person on the stage. Because, my goodness, what wouldn't you admit to to avoid that fate? You remember that scene in Braveheart? Drawn and quartering is what that was called. It was something that they did often in England. They bring you up there and they hang you till you're almost dead. And then they drop you. And then they basically try to pull your limbs out of socket. And then they drop you. And then they lay you down on the table and strap you down and they cut your genitals off and then carve your guts open and pull them out of your body and burn them in front of you before they chop your head off. Now, why not do that in a dungeon somewhere? Why in front of everybody? Because they wanted everyone in the crowd afraid. Same thing with the struggle session. I don't want that to happen to me. Oh, gosh, I better not speak out. This is what you're seeing today with all the tranny activism. This is training. If the communists can make you look at that dude with an Adam's apple and a beard and say that's actually a woman, if he can get you to admit the sky is green, you're owned. And he gets you to admit that because he can make you afraid. What are you, a transphobe? I better call your employer. I'll get you kicked out of school. What are you, some kind of transphobe? The struggle session exists today. Thankfully, you're not walking across broken glass, but the point is... They want to make an example of enough people that people are afraid and not willing to speak out. That's why the tranny stuff. It's so ridiculous. It's uniquely helpful to them. Now, the problem is it's hurting the kids and it's hurting them badly. How badly? Reuters did a little study. Whew. You ready for this one? Before we get to that, let's, 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 let's do something. Maybe... Maybe you've been through a struggle session. Maybe you've walked across broken glass. And now your feet hurt. You know what you need? All season slippers from my pillow. That's really what you need if you've got the what, Chris? If your feet hurt, you need more quality footwear. And my pillows got you covered with their all season slippers. And they're on sale. $149.98 is how much they normally cost. They're doing a closeout sale where you can get the greatest slippers ever, indoor, outdoor, whatever. They, they work everywhere for 25 
bucks. Go to MyPillow.com and get your all-season slippers. You have to use the promo code JESSE, though, to get the sale. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, all-season slippers for 25 bucks. Or you can call 800-845-0544. Hang on. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't worry, we still have more than an hour left here on the Jesse Kelly Show. And you can email me your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. Email those into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. And if you miss any part of the show, they podcast every show, all three hours. You can download it at iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. And don't forget on iTunes to leave a five star rating in a review. Talking about how handsome I am. Before we get to this Reuters stuff, it's really gross. I do think we should give a shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene, who kind of out of context today, just brought up Eric Swalwell's Chinese spy incident. Mr. Secretary, do you believe that all of us have a responsibility to elevate our rhetoric and to denounce anti-Semitism and anti-police rhetoric in this country so that Jewish Americans and police officers can be safer? Congressman, I do. Thank you, and I yield back. The gentleman yields, and now I recognize the gentlelady from Georgia, Miss Green. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. But I move to take our words down. The chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. <laughs> That's so savage. All right, quit, quit. Uh, now, back to this uh, uh, trans stuff. The sad part about it is, is these aren't just concepts we're talking about on the radio, ideas and struggle sessions and things like that. It's the kids, man. They're after the kids, and they're getting them. Reuters did an analysis uh, from 2021 56 genital surgeries among patients. 776 mastectomies. That's kids aged 13 to 17. We live in a country now where parents, they're almost always part of this, psychiatrists and doctors are manipulating 13-year-old girls to have double mastectomies. How do you wrap your mind around that kind of evil? I, I don't... If you know, let me know. I don't know. I, I do know this, though. It is evil. We're not dealing with bad. We're dealing with evil. They're destroying these kids. Every one of those kids, every single one of them, they're destroyed in some way for the rest of their lives. Not just physical health problems, mental health problems. And a lot of these kids eventually obviously come around to this stuff. But by then, look, when, once you chopped it off, they can't sew it back on. It, it's gone. Physically mutilated for life. And you know what kills me about this? I, told, I brought this up before on the show, but... I. It just eats at me. I think about all the times I have looked at other nations, maybe one of these uh, you know, Middle Eastern nations or something like that, 
or will see some video, some horrific video, or read some story about the, the Taliban stoning some woman for you know having her headscarf off or something ridiculous. And we always have looked at them, and I, I know I have, and we've always looked and said, man, look at those freaking barbarians. Imagine living in a barbaric, third-world, vicious society like that. Is taking in a 13-year-old girl and chopping off her breasts better than that? Are we more righteous than that because it happens in a doctor's office with a white lab coat and a bunch of people talking very nice? Does that, does that make it better? We've become the monster we used to point at other nations about. And man, that hurts. I can't tell you how many of my vet buddies are so disillusioned with what's happening in this country now. And it's because of this stuff, because we've loved it and love it so much. And we're watching this, I don't, I don't even know how to say it, Sodom and Gomorrah take over this nation. How can we have this many people like this? Why do we have to have these discussions? Why aren't we on here on the radio talking about taxes or border policy or trade or pro-trade, free trade, fair trade? Why aren't we having these conversations? Instead, we have scared, confused 14-year-old boys having their penises chopped off in the United States of America. Man, I don't want to have to talk about this anymore. We have to, obviously, because this stuff is not slowing down. Now it's an industry. Now it's about the money. Doctors are getting paid. Shrinks are getting paid. Parents are paying their dues as being part of the system. Now that money's involved, now we're going to have a very difficult time rooting it out. But isn't this just the most despicable stuff you've ever heard of in your entire freaking life? Yeah. All right. All right. You know what? We're moving off. We're moving on. You know why? Because I want to talk about something that makes me laugh. I can't help it. I can't help it. I have to play Fetterman's question again. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I should note this quiet at the beginning that we left it. Michael did have to cut 10 seconds off for radio. <laughs> but this is him staring at the paper, trying to figure out how to take those words on the paper and say them into the microphone <laughs> this is jones brown <laughs> food banks are really critical for the support foundation of snap would you agree with that absolutely <laughs> the emergency food assistance Pro- program or tfap was established to provide emergency that's a united states senator that man is a United States senator. And as somebody said, on his way to the presidency, clearly, clearly he's more than qualified. But you know who's not on the way to the presidency, according to Forbes? Biden or Harris. What? We'll talk about that here in just a moment. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Let's get to your food. Uh, look, uh, you know about the China stuff. You know that there's currently a war going on in the breadbasket of the world. You know about America's food processing plant <clears throat> issues right now. Trains being derailed every day. Does it feel like there's some sort of an attack on our food supply? Boy, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I might say there's some sort of an organized attack on our food supply 
from the same people who've been saying we eat too much food. Might be a good time to pony up the dough and get yourself an emergency three-month food kit. You don't have to go nuts, man. You don't have to build a bunker. You don't have to get 10 of these things. Make sure you have one. Make sure every person who lives in your home has an emergency three-month food kit. My Patriot Supply, they partnered with the show. They have three-month food kits prepped, ready to go, and they're $200 off each kit right now. So if you need four, don't wait till they're full price. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Shipping's free. Shipping's anonymous. But get your emergency three-month food kit. MyPatriotSupply.com. We'll be back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 